If you're a fan of COD, looking for a brand new team, fan of Aframu, 100 Thieves might be the team for you. Under Thieves was announced as one of the four new non-endemic teams for the franchise NALCS. Backed by the Cleveland Cavaliers, the founder Matthew, aka Nadeshot, brings a ton of excitement and personality to the LCS. Nadeshot used to be a Call of Duty player and has left the scene and created his own 100 Thieves apparel brand. His online personality is huge as well as his YouTube channel which has over 3 million subscribers. He brings a really hip and likable personality where we might see the rare occurrence of a founder's face and voice having a huge presence on the team's brand. Now for the rosters. In the top lane we have Someday, the Korean imported top laner who has been to Worlds on the iconic Korean team KT Rolster. He came over to NA joining Dignitas, an org that didn't get into the franchise league, but now he is on 100 Thieves. He is known for his carry champions like Fiora and Aurelia, but has played a lot of tanks in the meta, so if the meta moves towards carry top laners this year, we could see some spiciness from him this season. Now in the jungle we have Meteos. Meteos has been around since season 1, first known for being a Skarner one trick pony. He made his LCS debut on Cloud9 where he held the highest KDA for a jungler by far in front of the competition. He brings a super trolly and entertaining personality as we've seen this with his success as a streamer. Not too long ago, he fell out of the competitive scene and has been in and out since. It's good to see him back into the LCS and taking the league more seriously than when he left it. Now moving to the mid lane is Ryu, their second Korean import. Even though many know him for getting outplayed by Faker in the Zed Mirror matchup years ago, at that time he was considered the best mid laner in Korea. He is also known as a super emotionless guy as he's found meditating or sleeping during pauses and pregame and lacking any facial expressions during game. However, once you get through his stoic demeanor, you find he speaks English decently well and is actually quite funny and super cheerful. Last season, he came over to NA on Phoenix 1 from Europe and found mixed success. But there are still high hopes for him for being reunited with his former H2K coach Prali and having taken a bit of a break, He'll probably come back very rested and ready to create havoc in the mid lane. Now in the bot lane, we have AD carry Cody Sun. Cody Sun was an underwhelming rookie that has shown incredible improvement since his debut. He was part of the Immortals' last roster where they made their first entrance to Worlds. There is still plenty of room for improvement, especially as a young player. So he has a very high ceiling, and now with a veteran support to guide him, it should be really exciting. And that support is Aphromoo. Aphromoo is one of the most well-known players in the scene and probably the most popular support. He is known for bringing a lot of popularity to the support role in the early days of League of Legends with his viral support is so easy video. He spent practically his whole career on CLG and now we get to see him leading a new team of players who haven't played together before. It should be really exciting to see what he can do as he is known for his great leadership and shot calling. Now to round out the team we have the coach Prolly. Another veteran of the LoL competitive scene, Prolly started off as a mid laner that bounced in and out of the NA LCS and challenger scene. Eventually he switched his endeavors from playing to coaching. He moved over to Europe to coach for H2K and received best coach in Europe's LCS Spring Split 2015. After a few seasons, he is now back to the good old North America bringing a ton of personality and his really creative thinking to the NA LCS. 
So with that, here we have Manny, uh, and me and Manny are going to talk about basically why we like this team. Manny, do you want to start us off why you would be a fan of 100 Thieves? Yeah, of course. Um, I think, first of all, just the roster that they set up, um, you know, we have some very interesting names within it. Uh, obviously, we have some of the old players that we've loved to watch, like Medios, you know, he has some... Media personalities, Afro, great CLG. Um, you know, it's kind of surprising to see him away from CLG. So I think seeing him, uh, you know, him and Media is like play together and seeing them have a, you know, pretty much a rookie because like I still consider Cody Sun a rookie even though he's been in the scene for a year. Seeing that and then having two huge Korean imports, I think is huge for this team. And I, it really is interesting to see how this team will work. Out, especially with uh, Prolly as their coach. Yeah, yeah. So let's touch on that first thing with with the personalities, right? Because not only is it important for a brand to have like good players and to win, everyone wants to win. And all the interviews we t- we hear about with every team, it's like, what's your goal? Oh, we want to get first place. We want to win worlds. We want to get to play like all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But when you're building a brand that has a future and that's gonna be there for a very long time, indefinitely. Uh, personalities are really really big and like you said Aphromoo and Medios are probably the biggest personalities on this team probably is probably close there too but again he's a coach so I feel like the general uh, audience is probably not like super into coaches maybe a little more of the hardcore audience really cares but yeah Aphromoo he's been around the scene forever like we talked about earlier and he just brings a nice like coolness to a team and and a maturity too so i think he's he's good for a lot of pe- audiences when you have like older people that like can relate to him a little better but then he still gets really excited still mimi and stuff like that for the younger audience and things like that and then you have medios who oh my gosh he's super trolly uh yeah and he has a huge stream personality he has a huge stream behind him and that's yeah. it's always fun to watch him and hear him say super inappropriate stuff on a stream. Yeah, I think it's just also great, like exactly like how he presents himself, right? He's mm-hmm. very laid back. He has that very California vibe to him, <laughs> yeah. um, which sometimes has gotten him into trouble. But I think it's it's something that that you know goes really well. And I mean, with that, like just talking about personalities, Nate Shot, right? Mm-hmm. Nate Shot is such a huge personality within the gaming community. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so some people might be like, "Wait, Nate Shot's back?" And then they're like, "Oh, it's for League of Legends." Maybe there's some fans out there that want to see, want to see what League is about. You yeah. know, they might not understand it. They might pick it up. Like, even though he's not necessarily like a huge, huge name, like not necessarily everyone knows him, right? At least like some people in League might not even know who he is. Yeah. Like he he is out there, right? He's told you know in multiple interviews that he wants to be there right mm-hmm. he he wants to go to every week to the lcs studio be there be part of the atmosphere and you know with with that as well like uh, just kind of like hand in hand he, he started a clothing apparel store and yeah. dude all, all their apparel is sick so uh-huh. i think like that's every time i see anything about 100 thieves is people are like wait but that sweatshirt though and i'm like <laughs> yeah yeah you're right you're right that's such it's so i'm super excited to see their uniforms we ha- we don't know oh, anyone's yeah. jerseys <gasps> like we haven't seen anyone's jerseys i think the only ones that will be 100 percent sure is just like tsm they're probably going to stay yeah. with 
the similar like you know black and white but there's so much room for this right and i think like at the end of the day like you you want to be part of a brand like you were saying mm-hmm. i think nature's your man for that um, yeah yeah i mean he like you mentioned if you if you follow cod even if you don't follow the competitive scene you probably know who nature is unless you've gotten into it very very recently i mean and he was a huge player in modern warfare a uh, huge part of the optic brand which is really really spicy since optic is also in here so he's yeah. just i mean he was huge on youtube too when he was doing call of duty stuff like optic started off as a you know like a compilation montage like sniping team so nate shot right. was part of that kind of era early in optics uh beginnings so he he is very very well known in that community and yeah. it's going to be interesting how that brings people to league of legends because league of legends is not an easy game to get into especially as a spectator because there's just so much stuff going on and it's hard to get the nuances luckily i think the casting team at riot does a decent job and i think hopefully there's other content creators like ourselves that are trying to help the people not so familiar with league of legends to really enjoy lol esports but nate shot is also on that is part of that demographic where he doesn't know League of Legends. He relies heavily on Prolly and other people on his staff. He admits that he doesn't know, but there's something cool about him where he's, it seems like he's very genuine. And because of that, like that comes through in interviews and he's just like, I don't know, but we're going to figure it out. And the thing is like, he's a young guy that's smart, that has built a business and a brand. Being able to bring that, those soft skills and the hard skills, technical skills that he's learned in how to build a brand and a community. Like, I'm really, really excited to have that skill and that uh, relatability and that, like, coolness part of LCS in bringing up these five players. And I'm really, really interested what he'll do with, like, the Korean imports, you know? Uh, Ryu and Someday Someday don't necessarily have a huge... Ryu is starting to get some traction, but someday he's not really well known because he was on Dignitas, which didn't perform that well. So if you're not a winning team, people don't really know you that well, but that's probably going to change these next few years with the LCS because brands are really, really pushing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like uh, like you were saying, like sure, like Ryu, we know him as, you know, he, he even jokes around chubby guy, you know, he's like very emotionless and, and stuff like that. Like someday had some crazy moments at Dignitas but mm-hmm, like you were mm-hmm. saying like it wasn't like they didn't win you know like sure they made it to playoffs and sure they they made a might have surprised some people but it wasn't like someday was god tier necessarily yeah. so kind of like uniting everything is going to be really interesting and again we we briefly touched on probably I think like like you said probably is going to be kind of like the rock behind this team yeah in the sense of like he is a great coach, right? He's been in the scene for a while. And this is going to be able to maybe add that, like, he might be the glue, right, to mm-hmm. all these pieces. And, and it'll be interesting. It'll just be interesting. I mean, he did have a huge part on choosing who he was going to coach, right? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, in an interview that he had with Nate Shaw and Travis, they were like, yeah, no, like, I've been, like, or I think it was his announcement video more so. It's mm-hmm. like, I've been talking to Nate Shaw and, like, I'm going to be choosing who I want to work with, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's already worked with Ryu. You know, he obviously knows that someday's talented. Like, so mm-hmm. having these choices and 
kind of like, I mean, we don't know who was his priorities and stuff, but like having all of this is going to be really cool. If none of this interests you as a fan, if you like basketball, maybe it <laughs> might interest you. Yeah. Uh, because this is the team that was picked up by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the way they did it, the, now the way the Cavaliers did it, unlike the Golden State Warriors, where they kind of like are actually part of this whole thing, is that the Cavaliers pretty much brought bought the 100 Thieves brand and just like tagged <laughs> Nashad along and was like, hey, buddy, you're going to help us. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like, A-okay, you know, so... It, it, again, it might give you like if you're from Ohio, you know, if you just enjoy the Cleveland Cavaliers, like they might there might be times where you get to see some some interesting like things done within the team, right? Uh, we already did witness it with the Golden State Warriors, but mm-hmm. you know we we might be even seeing more of this uh, as time progresses, depending on how well the team does, how well uh, the management of the Cavaliers comes into this yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, especially, like, esports is an interesting thing where traditional sports, it's all, like, geolocation. You know, I was born in Michigan, so I'm, a, like, I'm a, you know, a Wolverine, like, college football fan, or I was, I went to college in uh, Madison, UW-Madison, so now I'm a Badgers fan for football or, like, basketball and stuff like that. So people usually find a location, and that's how they start their fandom. Esports is completely different because it's online, it's global, you're not stuck in a single space, and all these teams have to get together, and they're all in the L.A. area. So now you have somewhat of a location tied to it. So, yeah, if if I'm a Cavs fan, I'd be like, hey... Now I have a reason to root for these guys because I had no one like I had no horse to bet in the race before. Let's go for a hundred thieves because they're cool and I like the Cavs and I like LeBron or something something like that, you know. So that yeah, does right. help. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree. And I mean, again, like you said, it's uh, yourself. Like esports, granted, like Overwatch try is trying to mm-hmm, do this, mm-hmm. but it's not like oh, you were going to travel to Seoul. South Korea, it's like no, the Seoul team came to LA and is playing in LA. It's just their name has like the city, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we we don't really have that in esports, and so these non-endemic teams they might even benefit a lot from having like this ownership being already kind of like established, right? And we we see that with three teams, I believe, like three or four teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's really cool. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, and, and we talked about the interesting roster already. I think I, I want them to perform. You know, they they have huge like a huge personality with with just Nashaw, and I I want to see what they can do. You know, yeah. I, I hope that they have some crazy like stuff going on, and they're like, oh, we made it to the playoffs. Nashaw's just like, oh, I'm gonna give away free like t-shirts. <laughs> Everyone's streaming. Like that'd be cool. That'd be sick. You know, like. Yeah, you yeah. can do that with already kind of like an established brand, and like, that's what what Nate Shot has. I'm expecting uh, Nate Shot in the LCS studio being basically like Oprah and be like, "You get a car, you get a car, you get a car." It'd be great. Throwing throwing sweatshirts, hoodies, like just everything <laughs> around. That'd be sick. I, I would I would just go to LA just just to hopefully be part of that. It's like, is everyone giving out merchandise? Awesome. <laughs> Please. It basically pays for the ticket itself. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. The plane ticket too, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you got like a hundred dollars or like three hundred dollars <laughs> worth of merch. So oh, we will yeah. eventually do a kind of our own opinion on the power rankings and stuff like that. So we're not gonna really touch on that here, but I do wanna talk about like the accolades of these individual players and and just basically 
I think we can say, yes, it's scary because it's a new team, players that haven't really played together, synergy is a huge issue, but on paper, this team looks good. You know, we have Someday, like we said, who has been to Worlds. We have Meteos, who has been to Worlds on like one of the most iconic uh, generations of Cloud9. Yeah, of course. Uh, we have Ryu, who has... Uh, who is a World semifinalist. There you go. There you go. We have <laughs> Cody Sun, who, again, like I mentioned before, is a younger player that is actually improving. He hasn't plateaued yet, and he's gotten to... Uh, He's gotten to Worlds as well. We have Aphromoo, who has just been here forever, that has also gotten to Worlds. And we have Prowley, who is just an amazing coach that uh, has been to Worlds as well. Mm, it's weird. I feel like there's deja vu in everything that I'm saying here. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I think the good thing is that this team has international experience, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. In every position. Mm -hmm. Yes, maybe you don't have like, oh, world champion. But my God, just being able to say I've made it to this, you know, be a, a semifinalist, like the coach is a semifinalist, like, you know, it's impressive. Yeah. There's so much to look forward to. We won't touch up on, again, power rankings, but man, if, if you're looking for like kind of like a, a newcomer team that you want to root for, maybe 100 Thieves might be just for you. Yeah, it might be an easy one to be like, it might not be the risky pick, you know, where you have to slave away for three years just hoping that 100 Thieves pops off of, like, goes from 10th to 4th. You're, like, praying for that. I don't think that's what this team is going to be. This would be an easy new team to jump on without having the pain of being last place for many splits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, so is there anything else you want to say about 100 Thieves before you wrap this episode up? Not at all. I mean... Maybe aside if, if anyone from 100 Thieves listens to this. Oh, hey. We would love to have you on the show. Um, just because I think, I mean, one, it's it's so different talking to someone that's already part of the team, right? But I think that just the idea of um, having such a good brand, right? I went on their clothing website at first. And I was like, who are these guys? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love everything. Why can't I buy it all? So, again, I'm, I'm super pumped for this team. I mean, you're going to hear me say that for a lot of teams because I'm just so excited for this year. I feel like competition is at its highest. NALCS has not been as competitive as this. Mm -hmm. It's going to be some good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100 Thieves, if you want to throw some merch our way, we'll wear it on the show. <laughs> yeah, for free. <laughs> for free, yeah. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> Amazing. Thank yeah. you for joining us. And don't forget to be a fan of 100 Thieves.